Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Hello, and welcome back to Successful Minds. I'm your host, Patty Baranowski-Schneider. Today, I'm joined by Sasa Evans, a life and mindset coach. She has lots going on, so I'm going to let her tell you more. So welcome, Sasa. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. I'm Sasa. Uh, I'm from South Africa. I'm a mom of one girl and a grandmother. Uh, Yeah, that's about me. I like things like in the outdoors and I like helping people especially helping women and yeah hey, one thing interesting about me I moved from South Africa on my own and I didn't know anyone in the UK but I was able to come in seeking and make a life for myself Very nice. so that's one of the things which really really I am proud of very, very nice. You should definitely be uh, be proud of that. <laughs> Not everybody can say the same. Uh, yeah, I know. It's scary. Yeah. So I guess, can you share the moment, of course, series of events that led you to become a mindset and empowerment coach, particularly focusing on women recovering from breakups and divorces? Um, the reason really why I took up a mindset and empowerment, I found out that everything it's in the mind. It's how you think, how you think about yourself, how you think about your environment. Uh, instead of thinking that things are happening to you, just have that mindset that you can overcome whatever comes in your way. I am divorced. And one of the reasons why I moved away from South Africa was because I got divorced and I was depressed and I was just feeling like I was a failure in life. So part of the reason was to show myself that I can stand up on my two feet. I can do things on my own. So when I went through my healing journey and, you know, I took all those things which um, I used on my healing journey and I decided, you know what, I had it very, very hard it doesn't, all women do not need to go through like how I went through. They need somebody to help them to navigate this, especially somebody who has gone through those things. They will be in a better situation to understand and to help them navigate. Obviously, I, I always tell women that I'm not suggesting that you leave and go to another country, but you can work on whatever is happening to you, empower yourself, build your confidence, build your self-esteem, and know that there is always something on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's just like a new beginning mm-hmm. for you. And not that, I mean, I'm sorry that you went through that, but it's helpful for other people because it's not like you read something out of textbook and you could tell everybody what to do. You've actually been there, you know, and you can talk from experience and that, you know, that Mm. means a lot, you know, because I could read anything out of a book, but dealing with someone who actually can understand what I'm going through, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. 
I believe it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can learn from the textbook. We can look at case studies, but an experience lived is okay. better than something which is sort of like he is saying because you are talking about something you know you are you know that this is what happens this is what happens somebody might be feeling this which i felt and you are able to help them navigate that situation right i mean even if it were me i you know i could talk to anybody but knowing that you understand what i feel right now because you've been there that gives me mm-hmm. the connection that you might not have otherwise Mm, yeah. So now what influences your coaching style and the methods that you employ in your practice? Um, I can't really say. Of course, my culture is a whereby we are sort of like we bring each other together. When you in my culture, everybody is sort of like everybody's child. We look after each other. So part of coaching women especially is just like looking after them. So that is one experience which I really got from my culture. We call it Ubuntu. You know, you are people. You bring each other together. You look after each other. So that... Uh, thing is there when I do my coaching sort of like I'm looking after you you are going through this I have this which I can help you with so yeah very nice now you mentioned the power of mind and its influence on overall well-being so can you explain why mindset's so critical especially for women who are trying to find their footing after challenging you know challenging life events like a divorce you know sometimes when we have something uh, difficult happen to us, we don't normally think of, well, maybe somebody created this situation. We normally look at ourselves. What did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? Was that my fault? Should I have done this thing this way? So mindset is very important in that you have to look at your mind and you have to tell you that this situation happened, but it is not the fact that I was at fault. It is not the fact that it was me who did this thing. So divorce on its own often impacts people negatively. It impacts your self-esteem. It impacts your self-confidence. And you end up blaming yourself for a lot of things. So mindset is very important, especially if you have other people call it a growth mindset. Other people call it success mindset. That can help you to see that you are not a failure. But divorce is an opportunity to learn, improve, and and thrive. It focuses on the potential rather than limitations. Okay, you are divorced. Okay, the marriage failed. But it doesn't mean that it's you who failed. Look at the opportunities. Now that you are on your own, what can you do? And divorce requires adapting. And it leads in its mindset to adapt. So if you've got that success mindset, you can change something. You can see that this is... A, a point where I can develop new skills, maybe skills which you didn't have. This is a point where I can take up new hobbies. You know, when I came uh, to the UK, I went back to university. 
and I acquired a postgraduate degree. That maybe that was something I wasn't going to do if I was still married, but that was a chance for me to develop a new skill, which has really helped me in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And also, you must look at life after divorce as an opportunity to grow, to mm -hmm. build something new. All those things need a success or growth mindset. No. There may be challenges and setbacks, and that is true. But if you've got that mindset which says, I can, I will, right. then you will be able to persist and you will be able to overcome those obstacles. Right. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, life is, throws curveballs at us all the time. And, you know, I always say you can either just accept it and feel miserable or you can look at the positive. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think having, you know, because again, everybody's going to think the worst, but having someone from the outside to help lift them, you know, that gives mm -hmm. somebody the strength that they might not have had before, you know, so that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. and I guess integrating one long distance Reiki into your coaching session offers a holistic approach. So how do you feel this blend of mindset coaching and energy healing benefits your clients? My I find that uh, energy healing like Reiki, it, uh, it builds you from the inside. It takes that energy from your inside, from your soul, and then you can use that and combine it with the, maybe the coaching which you, you are having, the activities which you are having from your coach. It builds you like your makes you mindful of where you are it, um, it makes you aware of the things which are around you and it gives that that calm that calmness of the mind it is easier to work through something when your mind is a bit calm than when you are just all over the place so long distance Ricky is that and it also has got these healing powers that is what I like. You don't have to be with somebody to help them with this healing energy. So it helps the person, it heals, it uh, calms you, it you know, makes you sort of like accept what you are going through. And then it gives you that clarity to be able to work through the challenges which are you are facing at that time of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear a lot more people using Reiki now. So that's good that you're using that as well. Um, you know, I always say everybody can't be wrong, <laughs> you know. Mm. And you see, like, Reiki is just like a synergy. You are taking two things and you are putting them together. And those two things, they work very well together and they help your mindset. They help the flow in your body. And that it promotes healing. Maybe at a faster rate than just the one of them used separately. Now, from your experience, what are some common mindset obstacles that women face after a divorce and how do you help them navigate these challenges? There are a lot. Yeah, I'm going to touch on a few. Okay. The first and foremost, people lose identity. You know, when you are married, you are missing somebody. That is an identity which you have. Right. And then after years of being defined by the relationship, maybe the family life, you struggle to rediscover who you are without being a part of that, um, the, the twosome which you were. Mm -hmm. So 
coaching will help you and it will guide you to reconnect with your own core values, your own interests, and your own sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. The other thing which I find very much in women is the lack of confidence. The separation can have that. It can make you lose your self-esteem. It can make you second-guess yourself, mm -hmm. doubt yourself. So when you are working with somebody like that, you work to identify what it is they are struggling with and then appreciate the strengths that they have. You know, mm -hmm. show that, you know, you might be struggling with this thing right now, but look at these strengths. You can use these to build yourself up. And I know because obviously, like a person who was divorced, I really suffered with lack of self-esteem mm -hmm. before I could find myself. I always say I found myself. Right. So I suffered a lot of self-esteem and... I took the courage in the fact that I always told myself, you know, you have left your home country and you have come to a new country. So that is a very big strength on your side. Nice. So use your strength, yes. And then there are trust issues. Obviously, you become, you don't trust people. So you can say meet somebody who really, really appreciates you, but because you have gone through that, you fail to trust. So you take small steps so that you help to open and bring back that trust which you had. Mm -hmm. And some people will have resentment. And resentment is a very, very serious thing because if you have resentment, then you end up having even hurt you hate other people, you you have this anger and all those things, they cause that resentment. Maybe there's the, the fighting in the custody with your children and with everything else. It causes that resentment and it become it can fester in you and it can become like a wound. Right. And you really need to work to heal from the right. from resent, resentment and forgive yourself and forgive the other person. And there is also fear of the unknown. Obviously, now you are on your own. How do you start? Where do you go? You have to, maybe you are starting to make new friends. You had friends when you were okay. two. And friends, I will tell you one thing, they will take sides. So you want to maybe start your own friend. So where do you start? How do you navigate this thing? That is one thing which affects people. So when we are coaching, we we focus and we embrace and we take one day at a time, you know, small things at a time, maybe going out for coffee or meeting maybe a friend you, you had lost touch with, that builds your confidence. And the final thing is guilt. People tend to blame themselves for what happened. Mm. Coaching will help you to see that it happened. Sometimes things just happen for no reason. You are maybe not meant to grow old together. So instead of feeling guilty and beating yourself up, just pick yourself up and start something new. 
And I always tell people that forgiveness is the most important thing. Don't allow negative talk to come into your mind. Don't shape, reshape yourself with that negativity. And burden yourself from all those pains and start a new chapter. Yeah, I mean, because there's so many, you know, so many different variations with people getting divorced. And a lot of people I know, like I always say, they're like so broken. They might have been in some kind of an abusive relationship where the spouse was very verbally abusive, put them down, made them feel like they were garbage, mm. like you needed mm. me and you're worthless without me and blah, blah, blah. And it, when you're doing that for a long time, people start believing that. And now, mm. you know, that's why they're kind of stuck in it because they're like, well, you know, I'm worthless. I can't survive without them. If they finally break free, now you have to remind them that you are okay and you will be okay. So they need that support, you know, because not everybody had this loving relationship and just said, okay, I'm going to call it a day. You go your way. I go, you know, a lot of people have a lot of fixing to do, but it's good for them to know that they're not alone. A lot of people have gone through that and, you know, you can be okay, you know. Yeah. And I think self-compassion, give yourself grace, mm -hmm. be compassionate to yourself. That is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Love yourself more. And, I mean, allow yourself to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Allow yourself to make mistakes and give yourself grace for them. Be mm -hmm. compassionate to yourself. And you, you'll see that if you practice more and more compassion, then you've and you start attracting people who are really true, who are your tribe, the people you need around you. Right. Yeah. Good. Now, your coaching incorporates both personal and spiritual goals. So how do you balance the two, ensuring that the in individual's emotional needs are met while also guiding them on a path of spiritual growth? That's a great, a great question. I take an integrative approach that recognizes personal development and spiritual growth are two things which can be intertwined for your own benefit. By nurturing both, they reinforce one another. On the personal side, I utilize things like mindfulness, meditation, and journaling, and cognitive exercise. These help uh, the clients to identify their emotions and develop awareness and emotional intelligence which it establishes them to have a solid foundation in what they want to do and then comes the spiritual development meditation self-reflection nature imaging taking walks and all those things some of the things which we really take for granted mm -hmm. and some of the things which you you just don't think they are spiritual just mm -hmm. taking a walk and enjoying like bed singing, hearing all those sounds. Right. That is spiritual. You're becoming one with nature. So these things help you to be grounded because you need to, to have that uh, firm ground to stand on. Mm -hmm. So you mix these two together and you balance them. Balance is the key. You, you don't want to be too much on the one thing and too much on the other thing. And I found out that sometimes people think that uh, spirituality is faith. Yeah. That is, it's, it's something different. Spirituality is really who you are. Who are you in this universe? Who are you 
mixing with everything which is around you how do you relate how does that bring in you that goodness in you comes from being spiritual right so putting those things two together they really really give you a breakthrough to what you are trying to build right nice i agree with you 100 you know it's like somebody would tell me um every morning just out of the blue tell me three things you're grateful for and you're kind of like, uh, uh, but you can always find something. Like yesterday I was throwing out the garbage and I heard the birds all singing. And I was like, like, I love that. It's just, you know, it could be a rainy day and you say, oh, but the flowers are going to bloom so nice from this. Like you can always find something, but you yeah. have to, you have to think of it because just everybody gets so caught up in doing everything every day that you don't pay attention mm. to the basic things. Like you say, taking a little <laughs> walk outside. <laughs> You know, the other day it was raining and I was just looking at the rain, the drops on the on the window panes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is beautiful if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's something like that. You know, you need harmony in your life. You need personal personal healing and you need spiritual growth. All these things, they help you to unlock your potential. And each client, of course, is different. So you work with them and you see how much of each you can use because of the differences people are. And you find that sweet spot which really will work for the client because in the ultimate, the client is the most important person. Mm -hmm. They need to be reminded of that sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. So because sometimes you can get carried away and say, oh, I've been through this, I know this, and then you forget that. Yes, you experienced it, but you did not experience it like the other person. Right. So you need to listen and yeah. really listen and hear what they are saying. Yeah, they say that a lot too when having a conversation. Everybody's so busy to give their two cents, but how about just listening to what they have to say? You know, because... Mm-hmm. You know, that could change the whole conversation, you know. I mean, somebody yeah. could be talking about a movie, but maybe they saw it differently, you know. So just hear what they have to say, you know, and then mm. people feel heard, you know. Yeah. yeah. So now, how is your education from the University of Pretoria to the Coaching Masters Academy shaped the way that you approach co- coaching and interact with your clients? Yes. It, my... Uh, from the University of Pretoria, that was, I did a education. So that helped me to understand the mind. I mean, understanding the mind of the children, it just gave me that stepping stone to understand even the minds of the adult. So it really laid a good foundation for me to know how to communicate with people, to know how to listen to what people are saying. Mm-hmm. That really gave me a good grounding. And then coaching masters, oh, I really enjoyed the training because it was a hands, hands-on training. We practiced with each other. We did some coaching. And that really opened my mind into how people, how to understand people. You know that when you are coaching, you are not teaching. Because sometimes, especially as a teacher, you are used to Right. to be the one who is talking. So doing a course with coaching masters really helped me. I knew that coaching is not teaching. You have to ask questions mm-hmm. and your questions should probe so that you really find out what the person needs, what is the person is going through. Otherwise, if you don't ask questions, 
you can just scrape at the top and then leave something which is going to help somebody. So those two things really helped me a lot. And then when I did my postgraduate here, it was postgraduate in adult education. Right. So now I got to work with adults. I got, to, and that is what uh, interest is really, really pushed me to do coaching because I found that the adults I was working with, they were learning to read and write and at a very mature age. And they would come to me and ask questions. Sometimes they will be talking about things which do not even relate to learning, but relate to their home lives. Mm -hmm. And through interacting with them and they will say why do you, don't you work um, coaching people because we are very good at giving a uh, solutions and stuff like that and that got me very interested and in working with them surrounded me nice yeah they obviously felt comfortable if they were asking you questions unrelated to everything <laughs> people can yeah. people can usually tell who is approachable who's not you know and obviously they value yes. your opinion so it's good now, in your journey of personal development and spiritual growth, were there any defining moments or lessons that change your perspective on life and well-being? Yes. I understand that I can't change anyone, but I have the power to change the situation. Because sometimes we get uh, wrapped up in this, uh, I am coaching them, I want them to change and do this. You can't change somebody but you can help them change the situation they are in. And helping them change the situation it makes them realize trying to change somebody gives resistance. People resist if you are trying to change them. Right. But if you are looking at the situation, it makes them also see that, oh, this is what I need to do. This is where I am. And I also find that it is important to embrace love in self-worth and show the essence of somebody's soul. I mean, um, affirm people. It's very important. It doesn't matter what the person is going through, but they are still, they still have that worthness within them. Mm -hmm. They still, you have to affirm them. You have to show kindness and gratefulness in everything you do in life. Right. And I think gratefulness brings happiness. Nice. No, it is true. I mean, you know, bringing that out of people, it's, you know, sometimes it's not an easy thing, but it's really important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now what's one piece of advice or mantra that you often share with your clients that you believe can universally be applied to anyone going through a tough time? Oh, I love this. This too shall pass. Because there's nothing which lives forever. You can be going through the most, but it always passes. So I always live by this motto, this too shall pass. Right. When you're going through challenges and setbacks, you can feel as if everything is against you. This is the end, but nothing lasts forever. Right. And this is a simple phrase you can tell somebody and they can really go about and think about the thing and they can realize for themselves that right. it shall pass. Yeah, I mean, it is true. When you're dealing with something horrible, the last thing you're thinking about is 
it'll be over soon. It's just like, oh my God, my life is ending. I mean, all of this stuff is happening to me, you know, but it is true, you know, nothing lasts forever. Sometimes you need to be reminded of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's also important for us to know that life on its own is like a setting. There are ups, there are downs. That is something which happens in life. And you are up, it passes, and then maybe you are down, it passes. So if you get that and you have an understanding of that, that these cycles come and go, they don't stay forever, it makes things easier. That rather than resisting whatever you are in, you just lean into your mind, mindfulness right. and understanding of how life is. Just allow everything to exist. Right. The problem or the mistake we have sometimes is to either try to sweep the thing under the carpet or hide it or try to run away from something. Right. I always feel it's better to go through it and know I've gone through it and I'm at the, at the other side right. because it allows for healing. But if you are hiding it and you don't want to talk about it, then healing takes time. Yeah. And once you overcome something too, it's, you know, even though you're emotionally drained from what you went through, it's almost like you like, wow, I did that. You know, I actually made it, you know, and you get a little stronger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess lastly, for anyone who's listening, who may be gone through a difficult breakup or divorce, what steps do you recommend that they take to start rebuilding their confidence and embracing a fulfilled life? Yeah, I have just a few things which I think can be very helpful. The first thing is to allow yourself to fully process the emotions. Mm -hmm. You have to understand what you are going through. Don't suppress your emotions. It prolongs your hurt. The second thing is you have to surround yourself with strong support. It's very, very important. Don't isolate yourself because if you isolate yourself, you start overthinking and then that's where self-doubt comes in. That's where that critical negative thinking about yourself comes in. Right. Make time for regular self-care. I love me time and it is very important. You have to take regular self-care, exercise, sleep, healthy eating, relaxing, do things which you like. They are very, very important and they, they build your confidence. Mm -hmm. You also try something new. It's so good and so refreshing to try something new. And if you do good at it, that's even better. But just rediscover your interest. Because sometimes when you are married, some of the things which really you like, they are putting the back burner because you are trying to build that life with somebody else and accommodate each other. So re rediscover those interests which you had put away. Mm -hmm. Also, focus on your strengths. They are very important. Everyone has got their own strengths. There's no one who, who doesn't have your accomplishments and all those things. You know, when I was married, I was in an emotional abusive relationship. I was always put down and all that. But when I passed my degree, I always focused on that. I would say, if I'm not good enough, I don't think I would have done that. Mm -hmm. 
So focus on something which you did and you are proud of mm -hmm. that will boost your confidence and your self-esteem. And obviously, it's important to consider counseling or coaching or somebody who can help you go through. You don't need to go through all these things on your own. Mm -hmm. Set small goals achieve them and achieving those small goals is very very important for your self-esteem and for your self-confidence because you can see that oh i can do this then you can do some more but make sure you set small achievable goals otherwise if you set big goals and then you fail to achieve them then that takes you back because you will start thinking oh they were right i'm not good enough and then the last thing i can say visualize your path just think of yourself maybe five years from where you are what do you want to see in yourself yeah. you know somebody said to me i remember my coach was saying to me what do you want to see and i was like oh i want to see myself being a businesswoman and then she will say sit down visualize yourself what will you be wearing on a certain day what will you be carrying and all that, and I will visualize myself wearing a suit, carrying a nice bag and all those things. That is very important because you are creating your dreams and you can reach your dreams if you dream and you really, really go at them. Don't lose focus. Mm -hmm. And with patience, everything <laughs> comes. Personal growth and everything. You can tap into all these things tap from your inner strength and yeah this is the beginning of your next chapter it's not the end nice yeah, very well said <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about that we didn't cover anything you're working on or anything you want people to know mm, i think we covered almost everything <laughs> now i mean yeah. you're in you're in london now in uk so you represent you help people around the world right yeah. Nice. Yeah. So if anybody's looking for help, don't be afraid of the distance. That's what Zooms are for. <laughs> exactly. That's what Zoom is for. You know, we are so fortunate. We live in an era which is so open. You can talk to people everywhere. You don't need to think, oh, I'm, I will have to drive to somebody. No, Zoom is there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Well, again, thank you for being on the show. Again, that was Sasa Evans. So thank you for listening to Successful Minds with Patty B. Never miss an episode by subscribing. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure.